Right after college, I got a grant to translate a French novel into English. It was a novel by my favorite French writer, Maurice Blanchot. It was called The Last Man. And it had never been translated into English, so I translated it. And it took me a year. And when I was done, I sent it to the publishing house that published his other books that had been translated into English. And the person who ran the press, it was called Station Hill Press. His name was George Quasha. And we talked on the phone. I never met him. And he said, you know, this is a competent translation, um, but we think it can be improved on. And I have this friend named Paul Oster, and he owes me some money, and he's agreed to correct your translation in exchange for the money he owes me. And I would like to have him do a pass on it, if that's okay with you. And I was like, well, I don't know this guy, but um, sure, if you think he can make it better, um, okay. And he sends me the corrected translation, and he says, Paul said that your translation was so bad that it took him a lot of work, more work than he thought it would, to correct it. And he wants his name on the translation as a co-translator. And I read the translation. I thought it was terrible. He'd made everything worse. I thought all of his choices were idiotic. And I was violently opposed to what he had done to my translation. And I told George, I hate it. I think it's terrible. And this is why. And no, he can't have a co-translator credit. I spent a year on it. He spent a few days on it. And he made it worse. And then George said, well, we could just have him retranslate it from scratch and give you no credit. If you don't agree to this, we could just do that. How would that be? And I said, well, that would be unethical. I've worked on this for a year. <laughs> and you're saying you're going to get rid of my name on it and just put his on it? That seems morally wrong to me. Doesn't that seem morally wrong to you? And he's like, uh, I guess you have a point. Uh, okay, well, let me talk to Paul and get back to you. So he gets back to me and says, Paul decided to translate another book from scratch, and we're just going to put this one on hold for now until we figure out what to do with it. So I was like, okay. And then I moved to France, and I was living my life, and just kind of waiting for them to get back to me. And after about a year, I reached out to them again and said, you know, have you decided what to do with it? And they said, well, we have someone else translating it now. Her name is Lydia Davis. And she's done a translation from scratch. Now, I looked her up and found out that she was Paul Oster's wife. So basically, he had asked his wife to translate from scratch this translation that he knew I'd already done. And they had told me that they were just going to put on hold for now. And I felt like they were both like kind of, I don't know what the word is for that, um, mean, I don't know, <laughs> but uh, deceptive, deceitful. Um, but I didn't like either of them after that, even though I think they're both really good writers, um, especially her. And um, I've never met the guy. I don't know him, but it's weird to me that somebody could have such a good taste in art and be such a talented writer and be so morally decrepit. I guess it shouldn't surprise me, but it always does. <laughs>